Hi, hello. It's me again. So today we're going to be talking about um, five things I wish I knew about weightlifting when I started. So a little background history about that is, uh, I, like I said before, I started lifting when I was about 15, 16. So it's been about 10 years that I've been lifting. And like I, I mentioned before, I'm self-teaching myself all these things. I've taught myself how to weightlift in high school, out of high school, and today into my young adulthoods in my early 20s and mid-20s. And there's a lot of things that I've been picking up to help me get better at weightlifting, get better at nutrition, learn more stuff about my body, what works for me, what I actually enjoy, what I don't enjoy. Basically, just learning along the way as I go, year after year, week after week, day after day. We're getting better and better and better. And the, you've, there's always like some things that you like, you know, you, you wish you knew years ago to make things easier. Like, me and my friends, we've always like joked around. We're like, man, you know, like, fuck, like, I, I wish. I knew what I knew now back then, like, damn, I would be so much different back then knowing what I do now than wasting, you know, I guess, like, not really wasting, but fast forward 10 years, like, I know a lot more now. I just wish, like, someone told me some of the things that I'm going to talk about told me when I first started lifting. So there's five core things that I want to talk about. And these are the things that help me along the way. And in return, I hope they help you as well. Number one is you want to lift with a friend and do cardio with a friend or just do cardio with a friend. Just having that companionship with someone that you know and you trust and you're comfortable with makes your fitness journey or any journey in life easier because you don't feel like you're doing it alone you you have someone there with you that you you know and you trust and you're comfortable around because it, it can get hard doing things by yourself and when, when the it's so cool to have a companion because when you start to doubt yourself or you give up on yourself you have someone there to pick you back up and hold you accountable and all those good things that you need a friend to do, like your friend will be there for you, especially when it comes to lifting weights. And it, ideally, if you can lift weights with someone or just do like fitness things in general with someone that knows more than you, that's even more beneficial because you can actually physically have someone tell you that you know how to do things. And you're not just figuring shit out by yourself. Like, you actually have someone that knows what they're doing, that's done it before, that can teach you the things that you don't know about. You can ask questions and they can show you things because the best way of learning is not just seeing it and hearing it, but actually, like, doing it with someone. That's how I learned, at least. I learned best from hearing it, seeing it, and then doing it and having someone show me how to do it. Because you can you can see it by yourself, you can hear it, how to do it, and then you can just go do it without having someone show you how to do it. 
and you could be doing it wrong. But the whole entire time you're doing it, you think you're doing it right when you just are completely doing it wrong and it just looks terrible. Like you stick out like a sore thumb, like you just don't know what the fuck you're doing, you know? And I've come, became a victim of that because there's been a lot of times in the gym or just like talking in general where I think I know shit, but I really don't know what I'm talking about, you know? And then someone calls you out on your bullshit and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, like maybe he's right, you know? Or they're right. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. When you get called out. Oh, Jesus. Anyways. So, and and then if you don't have somebody left with or go with, that's perfectly fine. That'll give you time to really do your research on what you want to learn about. If there's, if you're just getting into it and you don't know what to do, YouTube everything. YouTube is such an amazing tool. It's like a, it's like a school, you know, you can like, in Google, you could just Google whatever you want and boom, there's the answer. Type in on YouTube, like, uh, how do you bench press? There's thousands of videos of people bench pressing. I guarantee you there will be someone that you click on. There's, it will be a video that someone teaches you and you're just like, wow, like I think I can do that. And then you go apply it to your training or you're struggling on something like you want to learn how to grow your arms and you've been hitting your arms for a while now and they're just not growing and maybe you're doing something different that someone's doing different and maybe the way that they're doing it can benefit you or maybe what you're doing isn't as good as what they're doing, right? So always videotape, not videotape, always look on YouTube for extra videos on how to do certain things if you are struggling and you're doing it alone because that's how I learned. Anything that I've ever learned how to do on my own, I've YouTubed. When I was trying to grow my chest, I would YouTube what exercises do you do to grow your chest? When I was trying to learn how to perfect my form on bench press, which I haven't perfected yet, and I, I don't think anyone will ever perfect a, a perfect form because there just isn't a perfect form. You could get close to a perfect form, but there's videos on people that are teaching you how to do a perfect form. And I incorporate what they're doing into my training, and what works for me is what I took from their videos. Same thing about how to grow a bigger back, how to squat better, how to be more efficient in moving weights. Anything you can think of, it'll probably be on YouTube. So my second thing is learning proper technique and perfecting form. So when you're perfecting your form, it all comes down to a technique, right? You never just want to go into shit all willy-nilly and just do what you think you can do and not know the proper form and technique to doing things because that's how you injure yourself. Like I would never go on a bench press and just throw on 200 pounds because I saw someone do it and I think I could do it, you know? And just completely butcher it and hurt myself doing it. No, there's bodybuilding is an art. So is weightlifting. Weightlifting is, is a type of art. It's a physical event 
or physical activity that can be looked at in an art form. You need to know proper technique. And the only way you know proper technique is how we're, how we're, we, wow, how we refer to knowing someone that knows what they're doing. Hence, physically seeing someone talk you through and how to do it. Or like I said, watching YouTube videos and really watching the person that is explaining the exercise to you, like actually watching to see what they do and what they tell you. So here's an example. So I'm talking about bench press because <laughs> I love talking about bench press. So with ben- bench press, right, it's considered a compound movement. And with compound movements, it's a compound movement because it uses your whole entire body to move the weight upwards. And f- the basic technique for bench press, I'm not going to get into it because there's going to be a video that I break down in detail on how to properly bench press and get the technique and form down. But basically, essentially, is for bench pressing, all your power comes from your heels, up your leg, through your core, through your chest, into your shoulders, and then outwards up into your elbows and then to your wrists, which are holding the bar in place. And as you're pressing, there's a certain technique that you need to push the weight upwards, right? And there's a form that you have to hold through the whole entire technique because if you don't hold that form or you fail, you could potentially have catastrophic outcomes. And what I mean by catastrophic outcomes, there's been loads of videos of people dropping bars on their face. Um, what happened to me, right? I was benching with the flat back. And I'll explain what a flat, a flat back means in a second. But I was bench pressing with a flat back. And one, one side of the weight dropped. And then it flung the bar the other way. And the other side of the weight dropped on the floor. And basically you just have like this slingshot of a 45 pound metal pole flying through the air. Because my form and technique were, was just absolutely atrocious. So another thing, what I mean by when I say flat back on bench, you want to have a natural arc in your bench press. And what the what the natural arc means is you need your shoulder blades touching the bench and then you arch your back and there's literally a a opening in between your back and the bench where nothing's touching. And then the only thing touching other than your shoulders should be your tailbone or the base of your lower back. So that it creates a little arch in your back. But that's for another video that we'll, we'll talk about. And I'll, I'll go in detail on how to bench press. But that's what I'm talking about when you need to learn technique and form. Because if you don't do technique and form, it'll lead to injuries that could have easily been prevented if all you did was just learn how to lift things properly and set them back down properly with good form that really you need to learn when you're first starting to lift because once you make bad habits, and this kind of goes for anything, once you make bad habits, a bad habit is very bad to break when you've been doing it for so long. Because when you've been doing it for so long and in your mind you, you, you get accustomed to that bad habit and someone calls you calls you out on that bad habit and tries to like fix your form, then you kind of just get the, 
get this ego like I've been doing this shit for years. Don't tell me how, well, like what the fuck to do. I already know what I'm doing when you're obviously doing it wrong, you know, or else no one would say anything. So you really need to perfect your form and get your technique down before throwing up any weight. It doesn't make sense to throw up a lot of weight and you look like shit doing it. Have you ever seen someone lift weights wrong and you're watching them you know, because like people watching at the gym is so entertaining. They just look like it hurts and then by you watching them and it looks like it hurts, it like physically hurts you. Oh my god, that shit's disgusting to look at. <laughs> it's like I have to like stop looking at them because it's just going to hurt my brain. And then it throws the whole vibes off of me when I'm trying to live, you know. I'm just like, God diggity damn, shorty. Like, I don't want to look at that anymore, you know. Which leads me into my third one, which is ego lifting. Don't ego lift. I promise you, if you're a male, women don't give a fuck about how much weight you are throwing up. I promise you, no one cares. The only people that care about how much weight you're throwing up are other males. And even they don't care. The only person that probably cares is when you shit talk your boys. And then ego lifting comes in. And what I mean by ego lifting is, say, my max, right, on deadlift. And this is a perfect example. Because this is what we call turtle shelling. They look like they have a turtle shell on their back because they're the top of their back. The top of their spine rounds out and it just looks disgusting. So let's say hypothetically, right? Hypothetically, I'm lifting with my friends. My friend can lift 225 pounds. That's two plates, 245 pounds on the bar, and he's deadlifting. Rips it off the floor, slams it, screams. Clearly, he's a man, right? And I watch him, and I'm like, you know what? Like, fuck, man. Yeah, I could do that shit too. But in my mind, I know that I could only lift... 185 pounds which is two plates and a 25 which oh sorry sorry it's one plate and a 25 on one side not two plates on each side right so my ego kicks in and i'm like i'm gonna hit this for my friend i want to show him i'm strong too and as you pull you're not used to the weight your form breaks and the top of your spine starts to curve and it literally looks like you have a turtle shell, right? Your your shoulders cave in. You're just rounding at the back. And as you're pulling, it just looks like your back's going to snap in half. You know, your spine is just ready to give out. That's ego lifting. Because you're lifting weight that you would never normally do just to impress your friends. And that is a terrible, terrible habit to have. Because like I said, no one gives a fuck about how much weight you can lift. Because it doesn't, it like, ego lifting's stupid. It's just stupid. If you can't lift the weight heavy, don't do it. Work yourself into it. You need to work yourself up. You don't work yourself, uh, you don't just work yourself for a little bit and then just jump 50 pounds because your boy is hitting it or your friend hits it and then you hurt yourself and then you're like, damn, like I shouldn't have done that, you know? Ego lifting. It's not a competition. The only competition is between you and yourself. 
That's the only one that matters. You have to remember, we are getting better day after day, week after week, year after year. We're running a marathon. We're not sprinting to the finish line. There is no end goal in the game of life. And this is a game. It's called the game of life. And we're here to win it. And the way you win it is by working smarter. Not going all cray cray and ego lifting. And you could apply you could apply ego lifting to anything in in your life, not just the weights. When you want to do shit that you normally wouldn't do just to impress some people, like in your workplace, that at the end of the day no one really cares about because you're just showing off for nobody. You know? Or you're trying to impress that 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 significant other at your job that probably isn't even noticing you looking at them, you know? That kind of stuff. So just stay in your lane, homie. Stay in your lane. Other people are going to outwork you. Other people are going to outdo you. That's fine. Just keep working. You'll get there. And the quicker you remember that ego lifting is stupid, the better your lifting experience will be. I promise. Because I was a victim of ego lifting. And that's how I threw on my back. And I was out for six months. I'm not going to ego lift anymore. Because you want to know why I ego lifted? I was trying to impress a female. Who didn't even care that I threw up 225 pounds? Oh yeah, on deadlift. Uh Uh-huh. That hypothetical actually happened. And it was me. Now comes to my fourth tip. Is learn how to stretch. I know when you're younger, you don't stretch. You don't even want to waste five to ten minutes of your day stretching because why would you want to go stretch? You're young, your muscles work, your bones feel great. You just want to go out there, go all willy-nilly and bonkers and go crazy. I've done it before. Yeah. I used to never stretch. I never stretched and I thought it was stupid. Before all my basketball games, I would even stretch. I would just sit there and put my clothes on and just warm up and not stretching. Stretching is so critical because it prepares your body for physical activity. You you know, the older you get, the more tight you become. Like when I was 16, 17, and I would go lift weights, I didn't, none of my muscles ached. Nothing hurt. Nothing, you know, everything felt great. I could just go. I could pound a quick workout in, not even bad an eye at, at stretching because I thought it was stupid. Fast forward now, my body hurts before I even wake up. I wake up and I'm like, damn, my back hurts. Or you get out of bed and you take one step and you're like, ah, ah, why is my knee in pain? And you're like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm old as fuck, you know? So please, please stretch. It, it, it prevents injury. It loosens your muscles up. It gets some blood flowing to to the extremities and body parts that you're going to work out. Also, foam roll. Foam rolling will save your life. I promise. Foam rolling is so amazing. You ever just get on a foam roller and start to roll out your lower back and you hear the... 
and it's just your back cracking in like a thousand different spots and just how satisfying it is to hear your back break oh man it's so good the benefits of the foam roller is it breaks down a lot of your muscle and scar tissue that that is over your muscles and as you break down that scar tissue and as you like really get in there and roll out your muscle you're essentially breaking up your muscle and all the scar tissue and allowing blood flow and new oxygen cells to go into that muscle that it wasn't able to get before because of all that scar tissue that was blocking away that that muscle so take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to foam roll because you want to prevent injury like i said before this is a marathon not a sprint you're in it to win it you don't want to compromise stretching and foam rolling when you're younger to have to be like 30 and have a 50 year old back you know ever heard that saying well that's not really a saying but like I'm pretty sure you've heard someone say, oh, like, I have an old back but a young body, you know, like, something like that on it. Is that even a thing? Well, I just made it up. Whatever. You get it. You get it. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know, because God forbid, you know, the older we get and shit just stops working and you're kind of just like, man, like, you know, I wish I, I took care of my body when I was younger. And stretching plays a huge role in it. And even tell your parents, too. Because the older we get, you know, the more we feel like we can still do things that we thought we can do when we were younger. And and sometimes our mind is still feels younger than our body. And, and then every now and then your body reminds you like, no, no, we're, we're still old. Or or your mind's like, let's let's kill this workout. But your body's like, no, you, you pushed it a little bit too hard yesterday. Let's let's kind of just stretch for a little bit more, you know, kind of get the blood flowing, like just let's relax for a little bit, you know. The mind's a powerful thing. Sometimes your body isn't isn't up to par with it. And the last tip is learning basic nutrition. And I, I've talked about nutrition before, but it's it's a huge part of of your life, right? You can eat whatever you want. Really, you can really eat whatever you want. If you want to eat McDonald's every day, eat McDonald's every day. I promise you, you'll feel like absolute horse shit right after. The reason why I know this <laughs> is because in high school, when I used to get $5 every three days a week by my dad, <laughs> I would go get McDonald's every day. Every day in high school from like sophomore year when I first started driving to about senior year, it was disgusting the amount of amount of fucking fast food I used to eat. It was disgusting. I would eat fast food three times a week. I would get like McChickens when they're a legitimate dollar. I'd get like a large Coke, fries, all this, Wendy's, Jack in the Box, Taco Bell, KFC, pizza, all the time, every day for school. And what I thought is that I could just eat shit, feel like shit, but I would make it up when I go to the gym. It's not how that works, you know? You can't you can't eat like shit and then just say, "You know what? I'm going to the I'm going to the gym. I'm going to be able to outwork this meal." No way. No way. So it, if you think about it, right? 
if you eat a processed food, which ranges from let's just say let's just say like six to six hundred to twelve hundred calories, do you know how much running that is, or how many calories you have to burn off to make up for that meal? That's hours of cardio straight. There's just no way. And imagine if you do that every single day or like three or four times a week, you're eating these one to two, 600 to 1200 calorie meals. That takes a, that takes a toll and you're not going to be able to work that off. You're not going to be able to out, out train that. It's impossible. There's just no way you have to do hours of running. Could you imagine hours of running to burn off like a, like a 600 calorie piece of cake? If you think you could do that, kudos to you because, man, I could not imagine to do that. That would just be insane. But learning basic nutrition. And once you start to fuel your body and give your body the proper nutrition and, and just, just whole genuine foods that it needs, your workouts will be so much better. So much better. And with basic nutrition, you don't you don't need to know all the fucking all the crazy stuff like oh how much uh glucose do I need? You know, how many carbs do I need, how much protein, how about what about what about my fats? Like I don't want my fats to be too crazy when you're just learning basic nutrition. You just need to know what to put in your body in general, what to put in your body before a meal. Or before a workout, sorry. After your workout. And then base it all from that. You Like you could eat chicken and rice every day. And you'd still feel so much better than eating processed foods all day. You just feel so much better. And it, it, it pains me to hear people say, Oh, you know, I... I kind of gave in a little bit. I I had I had a full box of pizza. Yeah, I had 12 slices of pizza, but don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to kill it in the gym tomorrow. I'm going to absolutely destroy that 2000 calories I ate in one meal. I'm going to do it. And then you find out that the day of they were supposed to work out and kill that weight, they felt terrible and lethargic and they wanted to throw up and they were dehydrated. And they just decided to not work out. And then you have this cycling rollover effect where it's just like, tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow will be better. I'll do it tomorrow, I promise. Well, why not today? Like, Be better today. Take care of your body today. Eat better today. Just research on your own food to eat. That'll benefit you. And if you're if you're a high school kid like I was, annoy your mom. I used to annoy the shit out of my mom. I'd be like, Mom, I need this food. Mom, I need chicken. Mom, I need that. Mom, I need eggs. Mom, I need egg whites. And she's like, why do you want all this food? I'm like, Mom, I saw some guy on YouTube do it, so I have to do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I didn't know anything about nutrition back then. I had I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Kind of like podcasting, you know? I have no idea what I'm doing. 
we're kind of just winging it. We're just having fun, doing things that we love. Just like back then, I was doing what I loved, but I was just doing it all wrong. I didn't have a friend to live with. And if I did have a friend to live with, he didn't know what to do either. So we were kind of just learning together, right? I was trying to learn my own form, and I was doing form, and my technique was bad for years until I actually taught myself how to do it. I used to ego lift like crazy. And then I, I then I came to the realization like six years ago. So like four years into lifting, I was like, no one gives a shit about what I do. Right? Like, do I really want to impress a girl at the gym? She's there to lift just like I'm there to lift. Why am I to go out of my way to impress someone that's not even noticing me? You know? And then to the last one, like my basic nutrition, I didn't know anything about nutrition. I still barely know anything about nutrition. Like that's a beautiful thing is you you learn things new every single day. That's the, And the more curious you are, the more curiosity you you find in things that you enjoy, the more you learn and the more you're able to work on those things that you're teaching yourself and what you find works for you and all that fun stuff. Because if you're not finding enjoyment in things and you're not learning from it and you're not willing to be a student of what you're doing in life, then there has to be a better purpose for the things that you do. And yeah, those are the five things that I wish I knew when I was younger. I wish someone told me that because I, I, I promise you, I wouldn't feel like how I feel today where I felt like my first three years were just wasted. And obviously they're not wasted, but like, you know, damn, like I wish I knew what I knew now back then because I would be doing things a lot differently. Like, I promise you I'll be lifting more weights. And this is just what I'm, I'm telling myself. Like, I, I'll be lifting more weights. My nutrition would be better. I wouldn't feel like I look like a fat meatball like I do now. Like, I feel like I look like a fat meatball because I'm actually, like, understanding nutrition now. Like, I wish I understood it then. Like, you just can't eat whatever the fuck you want to eat. And then go to the gym and hope it disappears you know it doesn't work like that everything i eat goes straight to my ass and i can't do anything about it but at least now i know what i can do to lose that fluff that i get and i just wish i knew all this when i was younger but you know it's okay you live and you learn day by day week by week year by year we'll always get better and together we can get better as a whole. And that's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for this episode. I hope you like it. The next episode will be on Fridays. I think we're going to we're gonna do a Wednesday-Friday schedule for right now. I was kind of thinking about doing a Tuesday-Thursday. Um, but we'll see. But as of right now, it'll be Wednesday-Fridays. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you in the next one. Later.